I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. Frank Skinner. And welcome to the Not The Weekend podcast for Absolute Radio with Frank Skinner, Emily and Gareth. Hello. Hi, Frank. Um, yes, and is, is it too early to say Merry... It's too early to say Merry Christmas, isn't it? I don't no, know, you I, start when I you like. Think so. I think I'd like to save it to about the 23rd. Right. That's well, it's my, too late by my then. general feeling. I'll tell you, before we, uh, before we get into a serious conversation, ha-ha, I, um, I had some stuffed olives the other night. Oh. And um, they were stuffed. It said on the thing, um, fine green Greek olives mm. um, stuffed with anchovy fillets. Oh, oh, yeah, I've seen those, yeah. Yeah, and I thought, that's a... That's a picky job, isn't it? Mm. Oh, Anchovy yeah. filleting. <laughs> I mean, it's a tiny... Imagine that. Tiny little tiny knife you'd, you'd need. Yeah. I'd be into, I like fiddly things. <laughs> yeah. I like doing things sort of like thing. That. If you imagine uh, if Barbie had a... Had, mm. Not Klaus Barbie, the butcher of Leon. The, <laughs> yeah. the, the doll. If she had a Swiss army knife, that's the sort of... That's you'd need something do, yeah. that small. Mm. She's to, come back from a fishing trip. She's caught a couple of anchovies holding them right did you say, up. Did you say a fishing, fishing. chip? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he said a fishing chip. I mentioned a, a fish chip. and he couldn't get the... He had yeah. to get the chip out as well. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's, he's very finicky with the... Uh, we all know about the uh, buffalo wings and the apprentice. Let's mm. not get... St- and Gareth and food as well. There are issues there. I made my own sauce this week for the chicken wings. Did you? Run out of the sauce I usually use. So what you do is you mix some hot sauce with um, butter or margarine. I think I said that before. No, that's not new. You've told us that. It's your one um, cooking story. (laughs) (laughs) I can do other recipes. Hanging around with old Blanco has not been wasted. That's (laughs) what I like about it. I find I, there's a sauce that I make for for goose, if we have goose. Mm. And, And the other night we had gander. And I tried the oh. same thing, and it was it worked just as well. Oh, fine. Mm. Andy. Yeah. As long as it's not you David Bedell's cult. Wrong... <laughs> Pardon? <laughs> no, over to you. I, was, I said, do you think that's a general rule you could live by? Well, I, I'm thinking so. <laughs> also, Gandhi came round for dinner, <laughs> and I found what was sauce for the goose. Um, he also liked it as well. Oh, no, he, he didn't eat God. He wasn't on a He wasn't on a hunger strike, but he was on a go slow. <laughs> So, um, anyway, enough of this. Christmas is is. coming and the goose is getting fat and... Yes, the goose is getting fat. There's whistles around. Yes, well, there isn't as much as there used to be, apparently. So, yes, they think there's going to be a shortage and that we might have to start importing in future Christmases. Oh. Uh-huh. Do you make use of mistletoe with your, with your girlfriend? I'm, I'm surprised. Well, with your girlfriend, you don't need mistletoe, do you? No. I, I, I mean, in in my, my um, flat um, where I live in the um, foyer, there's a, there's a big bunch of mistletoe. Looks like up. the London Palladium. There. <laughs> yeah, well, you've had the program. What's I going was, on? I was to, popcorn. I was talking to the front of house manager about it. <laughs> anyway, no, there's in the there's, there's mistletoe. And I'm surprised in this day and age it it still um, is around when you can. 
Because it's 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 essentially for the sexual opportunist, isn't it? Or well, harassment. It it can be um yeah it can be abused the mistletoe system. Exactly. I find there seems to be that you know there's carte blanche. Mm. If a woman just happens to be under mistletoe, you can you can storm in, mm. or, or vice versa. I've come a cropper. Have you many a time? Mm. Mm. Yeah, but you, don't you just hang around <laughs> under it? <laughs> You linger. No, but I might start doing that now. No, I did have... Someone once did that to me, and he was just standing there for an interminable amount of time. And then and then I realised he had on that stuff that you used to be able to buy called Kisseltoe, which was on a headband, and it had a little bit of mistletoe coming off oh, it. Oh, I had, I had one of those on a belt. <laughs> oh, Frank! <laughs> sorry, sorry, everyone. And I just thought he was wearing it for sort of comedy reasons. It didn't even occur to me. Mm. And, then he, and then he lunged. Isn't that... That's man, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. He didn't get what he wanted. Well, but I may- suppose see- there had to be one. <laughs> <laughs> Just the one. But you see, I don't think men like kissing very much. Can you... I do not think. Yeah, what do you think, guys? Because I, I, this is my theory. I think kissing is something men tolerate in the first three weeks of a relationship in order to get to the fun bits. Really. Well, I don't think they like it that much. I think it's... Um, the fun bits. <laughs> what are we referring to? <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah. Just be honest. <laughs> yeah. Um, watching The Apprentice with... Um, yeah. yeah, all that. The chicken wings. Yeah, I think that... Uh, I know what you mean. I think when you start to settle confidently into a relationship, I'd say kissing is the first thing to go. Mm. Gareth? Um, we, I think we still kiss everyone. Oh, yeah, God. You kiss, <laughs> you kiss, but how long... If I may ask you about, it's about your marriage, you don't have to... I'm, I'm not right. one to pry. Mm-hmm. But how often... When's the last time you used tongs? Oh, my oh, God. On, that's a reasonable question. I don't think... In cookery, do you mean? No. <laughs> <laughs> not doesn't tongs. go well with chicken wings. <laughs> when is the last time you had a... Uh, it's not a lot. The last time you had a, a tongy kiss with Laura. Oh, well, are you like Julia yeah. Roberts? No kissing rule. No, but <laughs> didn't it... Isn't it, wouldn't it be true to say that when you first started going out, it was tongy this and tongy mm. that, and then after a few weeks, the kiss is You have now. a proper snogging we, session on the sofa and things. Yeah, you so don't, just dispense you with don't that, kiss don't like you? that anymore. Now do they're a sort of a little... They're an aide de memoire for the days when you used to do the big kissing now. You know, now it's... You know what it is now? It's like a commuter's peck. Bye, see you. And then they give them a little kiss, and then they're off. Yeah. It's just a little... It's just a sort of topping up. There's an mm. idea that you're full of kissing and that you're just, just keeping it. But it's not, like, it's not like the kissing of yesteryear. No, Ethan doesn't like us to, my son, doesn't like us to go near each other, really. Doesn't he? Like, what does he do? Right. If we hug, he wants some of the action. He doesn't want to be there. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> this is why you've dropped the tongs. <laughs> yeah. I was in a, a lift at the, uh, you know, when you, at the tube station, you get a... Oh, you're always a in a lift. lift or a foyer of some description. <laughs> well, you know, I travel a lot. <laughs> and there was a couple, I mean, you're only in the lift. At a tube station, you're in the lift for, say... Well, less than a minute. Mm. And there's a couple really snogging in one court. I mean, you know, they can't, at that stage, they can't go a minute no, without no. it. And uh, this woman looked at me and went, <sighs> like, you know, how terrible. And there is a sense of disapproval. You know, the old yeah. get a room thing. People yeah. don't like it That'd in public. like that. Join in. <laughs> yeah. What's no, there's, to two, you? there's two of you. Yeah. Well, well, I started really... You had some mistletoe. I started um, kneading his buttocks. <laughs> with, a, with a K. With a K. 
<laughs> I started. I could have done. I could have because her hands were very, were were fairly loosely yeah. laid. I could have started kneading his buttocks, and he would have thought this is marvellous. Yeah. Oh, till she, she answered the phone. He would. He would have got. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that would have been. It. But oh no, we were underground. Right. Oh yeah. The phone perfect, wouldn't perfect have gone. Crime. It's all, it was, yeah, exactly. <laughs> perfect. Crime. I might try that next time. Yeah. I, I think, because um, you say the men don't like it, I think I quite like kissing. I just think I'm not very good at it, and Laura would prefer not to. Oh, darling, I'm oh. sure you're not that bad. <laughs> not retching, she does. <laughs> how, how bad can you be Lovely, at kissing? Quite, I don't know. I think I'm not, not quite what, bad. What, 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 what's your technique? <laughs> What's your technique? Oh, you this is the worst conversation you two have ever had. You possibly can. <laughs> oh, oh, I hate those kisses. Oh no, I don't like them. Wide kisses, no. slobby ones too. Yeah, I don't want. To, I don't want tonsils on it. So, no. What, oh, no, I'm intrigued now. I don't know. I don't. I don't think anyone wants to hear about it. Oh, we're all ears. Well, you say that. Well, okay. I don't want to. Don't want to push you. But obviously, you know, we're going to get loads of texts about. Mm. <laughs> Are you slobbery? Wise. I think, um, I think, well, with a beard, I think I'm a bit prickly. Oh. Yeah. Um, and, um... What about without just... a beard? <laughs> but a bit clammy. No, yeah. yeah. Just, Are you sort of... Just every now and then, Laura goes, no. Does she really? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Are you more St Bernard's or Whippet? Are you already kissing when she does that, yeah. though? Does yeah. it, so she pushes you... <laughs> She's got her hands on your shoulders, <laughs> pushes you back and goes, no, I don't think so. Dad, have you got very bad breath? That might be bad breath. Yeah, because I've noticed that those um, foam absolute covers they put on the mic- microphone, they actually burn yours after the show. There's got to be a reason for that. No, well, I'm, oh, it's a strange... When I first started kissing my girlfriend, she used to literally turn away. Did she? What, mid-kiss? Well, before, as I went for the mouth, she'd move away. I used to end up just below the ear. Did she? Yeah, she didn't like kissing much at all. She she got into well, it just as I went off it. Isn't that always the way? Oh. oh. Anyway. So, um, did you read about the bloke in... <laughs> the bloke in Islington who works in a shop? Oh, he's my favourite. Yeah, who, um... In a previous life, apparently... I say apparently with all sorts of uh, punctuation around it... He was uh, he was Marilyn Monroe. He was Marilyn Monroe. His twenty six year old shop assistant, and he said, "Yes, people have scoffed, but I know what I know." Mm. Yeah, you can't argue with that. Well, exactly. Well, that's why do you scoff? Pretty Irri- solid evidence there. Irrefutable. Yeah. He had, no, he does have proof, doesn't he? What's he has, his proof? Uh, well, it's one one thing. Well, one thing was that he saw himself in a house that she used to live in, and there was a white object in the room, mm. and he did some research. It was her mum's house. And he did some research, and Marilyn Monroe had bought her mother a um, white grand piano. Oh, there you go. Mm. He's a bit vague about the object that he saw. Well, no, I I don't know about you, but if somebody says to me, object, my first thought is grand piano. (laughs) (laughs) As he says himself, though, why would I open myself up to ridicule? That's true. Yeah. That's his argument. He's not the only one, though. Not the only one who's lived past lives. Oh, I thought he was going to say you, you, you open yourself up to ridicule on a regular basis. Well, <laughs> we know that. Why do I? Yeah. <laughs> Why would I? Um, Phil, well, Co- Phil Collins. Yes, he's another one. He was at the Alamo, Frank. <laughs> he was. He was a soldier. He was in the at Alamo. the Alamo. What the car hire? <laughs> 
<laughs> You'd think, wouldn't you? He was driven nowadays. He's long felt a strong connection to the Alamo. Yeah. When he yeah. was so, this is no. This I mean, is actually quite well known. This isn't. Yeah. This isn't kind of. He's not opening so well, the Alamo quite well known. <laughs> That's the thing with these people. Their previous lives always. Uh, I mean, you just happen to be Marilyn Monroe. I know. Or the Alamo, one of the most famous battles of all yeah. time. I like that Marilyn Monroe chose Islington as the location to come back in. <laughs> I'd like to walk into that shop and say, I used to be Robert Kennedy in a previous <laughs> life. Come here. <laughs> hey? What about that? No, well, um, he's a strange bloke, Phil Collins, I must say. Although I have a respect for his keeping time. Mm. Have you met him? I've never met him, but no. do you know he... Um, there was a, a charity uh, thing. There was a, pro, I think it was part of that. You know, PETA, the anti, oh uh, yeah, the, not anti-animal, pro animal. Anti fur, yeah. Huh? <laughs> oh yeah, you call it Peter? No. Okay. What? 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 Never mind. Okay. <laughs> anyway, they, they, they were protesting about KFC because apparently they they use um, quite a lot of chickens in mm-hmm. their shops. They don't wear fur coats though, do they? Why? <laughs> not for not, long. Not near the fryer. So, um, <laughs> he, um, there was a charity, this is absolutely true, I read this just this week, they, they, um, they had a charity thing and he um, sent, uh, they asked for people to, to contribute to a charity auction so that mm. money could be raised as part of this campaign against KFC and he sent a signed drumstick. No. Now isn't that inappropriate? <laughs> <laughs> In a chicken? Wait, what sort of... <laughs> Was it a drumming drumstick? Well, I presume yeah, it was, no, but a, even, a... even so. <laughs> I mean, if, they had, if there's one about, you know, an ant, a campaign against trapping animals, yeah. would he send a snare? <laughs> <laughs> he said he's always been interested in the Alamo. He says that... Um, Can I just say, if there was one about collars <laughs> on animals, he could send a cowbell. <laughs> Very good. Oh, the precautionists will be oh. laughing like... Well, they'll be laughing in time. I love that. Sorry, um, yes. He said that um, he's always he's always felt a connection to the Al- Alamo because when he was a child, he was transfixed by the um, TV show Davy Crockett, King of the Wild Frontier. Oh, I remember the it Disney well. TV miniseries. That yes. means I was Magnum PI in a former <laughs> yeah. life then. Yeah, because yeah. I was transfixed by that. I, I liked. Um, it's gone out of my head. <laughs> oh dear, I'm sorry about that. Dog Tanyon <laughs> and his musker hounds. Oh, okay, I was. Well, I was, uh, I was Mark Sabre, the one-armed detective. <laughs> ah. I say Mark Sabre, the one-armed detective. Mm. Do you remember that? No. No, that's the first TV series I ever remember watching. One-armed detective. He used to drive as well. He used wow. to drive in the series. So he held yeah. up his magnifying glass, and then that was all he could do, really. Well, he had an assistant. I, th- I mean, I just think it's un- not realistic for Collins to be in the Alamo. He should pick someone like Noah or Joseph, you know, who was in Genesis. <laughs> Oh. Oh. Absolutely one. And so some technicians have come in to shake Garrett's hand. Thank you. Love. Thank you. Oh, love. Thank oh, you see you. Yeah, yeah, see you guys. Can you close? Yeah, I, thought, I mean, I thought of it beforehand. Clo- but... No, don't keep. Don't, okay. I don't want them to linger. Right. See you, lads. Oh, I do. That was lovely. So, yeah. Well, I met a woman who claimed that she'd had a previous life. I really? Was, yes, I was at a meditation centre in Dorset. Don't ask. And, um,. She told me that uh, she'd had several previous lives, and uh, in one of them, she was the head of the Sioux Nation. Wow. Oh. 
Which, uh, do you know the Sioux Nation? That, As in T.S. Like Pollard? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, oh, the, um, the, 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 um, the Native Americans. Oh, OK, oh, OK, yeah. Not the Sioux, I mean, very litigious. <laughs> does, does she hate Phil Collins? <laughs> uh, yeah. They didn't <laughs> fight the Indians, fight they fought the Mexicans. Right. Uh, no, you're I presume he was on the American side, but who knows? Texans versus uh, oh. Mexicans, I think it was, Alamo. Yeah, anyway... She said that she was, uh, she had this um, drug, I won't name it because we don't encourage that kind of thing on Absolute Radio, but she had this uh, drug that they call the teaching drug. And uh, she was able to see her previous life and she said to she wept. She wept. And I said, what, for the Sioux Nation? She said, well, partly for the Sioux Nation, more for the buffalo. That's <laughs> what <laughs> so she said to me. She was absolutely serious. It was... Um, in a way, it was slightly terrified. I've always bought into, speaking of the, the North American Indians, that mm. I've always thought, if you're going to be a reincarnation of someone... I mean, I don't know how old this um, shop assistant is exactly. Mm -hmm. 26, think, Chris is. Oh, we well, see, I'd have thought the spirit would leave Marilyn Monroe and it'd be looking for a new house. And me, it'd be looking, you know... Well, that's what I would think. It'd be lingering, or has it been elsewhere? So it should be someone that was born in the mid-60s. Yeah. When did she die? 62? Yeah, so something maybe like Maybe a little that. later. Yeah, exactly. Like Jim Morrison of The Doors. Mm. He, um, when he was four, apparently, um, they saw a, a, a car crash or something and with, with some Native American Indians. And um, he felt that the spirit of, of one of them, this old chief, mm. had... Um, had left it, left and, and gone into him, and he'd had that spirit the rest of his life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what about that? <laughs> you see, this would... Uh, the only bloke I could find who was born on my birthday was Harry Lunchbox Lundberg, <laughs> who was um, the head of the Siemens Union in uh, oh, America. Oh, I mean, I can see me in a roll-neck sweater. Yeah. One of those navy blue jackets, um, you know, shouting at an admiral. Oh, I Maybe. can see you doing Actually, that. Actually, it wouldn't be an admiral, because there'd be merchant seamen. But I can see me, like, thumping the desk at a meeting with uh, the ship owner. What do you think? I can see you. And do you know what? Actually, Frank, I have to say, in a previous life, if you base it on what someone looks like, I think you, you've got someone of the Roman, something of the Roman about you. Oh, you think so? Yeah, yes. No, I, can I see think that. one of Caesar's Caesar. kind of henchmen or advisors. Very clever you would have been, giving him good advice, oh, which yeah. you might not have taken. No. And Gareth, I would say, he's a bit Amish, 19th century, isn't he? Yes, he is. Yeah, I can see that, yeah. With a pitchfork, putting up a barn. I don't think you'd be trusted with a pitchfork. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing you tending cattle. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, well, what about Emily then? What do you... Well, would she have been a society lady? Do you know what I think? I think I owned a chain of successful sunbed shops in the 80s. <laughs> Did you? But feel but you free were to alive disagree. in the 80s. I mean, how could that <laughs> have possibly... Don't tell everyone. You can't have parallel <laughs> lives like that, can you? You can't... You, what did you change your horses midstream? <laughs> hmm. Sort of a Scarlett O'Hara sort of vibe going on, do you think? Oh, I like that, Frank. I like that. Yes. Mm. Yeah, she was. I don't think she was around in the 80s. Well, the so, 1880s. No, no, also, I don't think you could have been a fictional character. <laughs> that, I mean, it's, that, it's unbelievable. Does that show you up a bit? <laughs> With all respect to the Buddhists, listen, it, it stretches the, you know, the, the, mm. the bounds of possibility anyway. Wouldn't you say, yes, actually, I used to be Joe Gargery from the Pickwick <laughs> Papers. I mean, then, <laughs> then people are just they're laughing behind your back. Look at the emails. 
We have. Well, actually, I know, Frank... I, I, you looked at me now, I really thought you were going to say no. Then we'd have just no. had, to, we'd have had to have curtailed the whole thing. We have, thing. and it's on everyone's favourite topic, which is uh, pedestrian racing. God, they love it. Mm. Oh, exciting development. Exciting developments. There week. is some. We've had one in from Vincent Goodman, who I believe is one of my regular clients. Oh yeah. Um, and it's called My Unique Tactic. So I think you might like this one. I think you he... told me about his unique tactic. <laughs> oh, <Cameron. laughs> <laughs> it's probably married and all sorts. Um, he says, "Hello, Emily and the guys." And I particularly like him because he said Emily and the guys. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm not sure about the billing. Yeah, the world is in order. He uh, refers to his imaginary commentary, which he has in his head. Oh, God, I do that. Do you, Well, let me tell you what Vincent does. He says, my imaginary commentary team's expert analysis have suggested that I'm currently the only proponent in the world of pavement racing employing this unique technique which explains why I'm the undefeated world champion. Even Frank's confidence would be dented if he was to find himself on the same patch as me. Well, wow. talk is cheap. <laughs> so, Frank, you do Especially that as well. Especially imaginary commentary. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty. Particularly. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what he says. So he wants to know, that's his, that's his unique tactic, but you say you do it as well. But apparently this comes from something. This is, we've had another text in about pedestrian racing, this time from Danny who says, I've been a dedicated pedestrian racer for almost 30 years after my father introduced me to the concept at an early age. I remember sitting down with him to watch a short film called The Waterloo Bridge Handicap. Wow. Yeah. And apparently in the film, I don't know if you've ever seen this, Frank, but the film follows five commuters as they race across the bridge and there's film commentary done in the form of a horse race as it tracks the progress of each really? of the commuters. Yeah. There's a film about Linda pedestrian racing. Linda Bellingham. Um, oh, I fancy me chances against her nowadays. <laughs> Burn her off, no problem. Leonard Rossiter. Well, I'd certainly beat him. Gordon Kay. Oh, it's a shame. Um, Gordon Kay? <laughs> this is the race. My God! Oh, dear, 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 Linda. Carry on. Um, a he, film about pedestrian yeah. racing. And the Waterloo wow. Bridge. Yeah. What's so brilliant is Bridge. I have do... pedestrian raced yeah. on Waterloo Bridge, not realising it, it was reenacting a mm. film. <laughs> Marvellous. Yeah. He says, Danny says, um, it's, it's sort of stayed with him, this film, so long that he says that he still hears the race commentator in his head when he's racing, saying things along the lines of, this is an amazing and gutsy piece of racing, or that was an incredible burst of speed from the young man. I'm going to uh, have to uh, YouTube that. I'd love to imagine mm. that. Mm. See, the, the sort of imaginary commentary I have, it says things like, um, you know, Skinner the veteran once again, you know, unbeatable. And it's really, <laughs> it's, it's like, it's an event, and I'm spoken of as like a legendary figure that young, you know, youngsters come and try and beat. <laughs> and often they'll talk about this knee injury I've got, which uh, might hold me back, but I overcome. <laughs> often. I do a lot of that. A lot of that. I mean, I've, I may have told you be, before that whenever I'm on the toilet, I'm interviewed about... I'm a player-manager for Barcelona. And I've, I've had a long, detailed <laughs> career. Oh, God. Yeah. I don't speak it out loud. It's all in my head. Mm. Otherwise, I think Thank my God. girlfriend would hear, you know, Spanish accents. <laughs> uh, you know? There'd be no kistletoe for you. No, it, it's, it's, it's a homage to Catalonia in, in many ways. So I, I'm all for that. Because before we... I, mm. You never told us, by the way, about your Welsh... Trip. You've oh, my kept, Welsh You've kept jaunt. that under your bonnet. Well, 
Um, yeah, I went off to Wales because it was my mum's 70th. She had children when she was very late. So. Yeah, of course. Um, but no, it was, oh, it was so lovely, Frank. I do like the Welsh. Because she's Welsh, my mum, you see. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, we don't talk about it often. But we decided to out a little later in life. And, you know, they're such nice people. They were so friendly well, to that's us. That's good. We stayed in... I'm a quarter Welsh, you know. My grandfather was Welsh. Oh, are you? Well, it's funny you should say that. Can I just say, I have no Welsh blood in me whatsoever. Really? You never well, say die, we say in our family. I did discover I'm from quite humble origins. More humble than I might have hoped. Really? Yeah. I knew about the one-eared gravedigger. There's nothing we can do about that. <laughs> one-eared gravedigger? Yeah, I knew about him already. Did he paint part-time? <laughs> no, he did. Yeah? Did he... Did he manage the mutant ninja turtles? <laughs> Didn't he have one ear, the uh, the rat? Oh yeah, I think he did. What was he called? Oh, Splinter. well, they were all thing. Oh, Splinter. Splinter. Yeah. Very good. I always find it odd that he was the only one not named after a famous painter, and he had one ear. Mm. Yes, that didn't make any sense. It's an opportunity missed, wasn't it? Got it wrong. Carry on. Um, so we met up with this old relative, and he said. Um, we were asking about... He showed me a photograph of my great-great-great-grandfather, uh-huh. which was amazing. Mm. Funny-looking old chap with a scarf and a hat. Mm. A bit like your football outfit, Frank. It's that kind of similar vibe going on. You don't think I used to beat him in the previous <laughs> life? It's possible. Oh, mm. Welsh Grancher? Yeah. Apparently Welsh Grancher. Was there a hint of ringworm? No. <laughs> OK. Welsh Grancher? Grancher? Yeah, that's what they call them in Wales, apparently. Is that right? Yeah, Grancher. I said, oh, he said, oh, it was terrible. See, he, was, he worked so hard, he worked so hard, and then he was made, he worked at the mines, he worked down the mines. How perfect is that? Well, I, we understood. You don't have to translate as well. Then he said, and then he was made redundant. I said, oh, oh that's sad. When did that happen? Oh, he was 11. <laughs> he was 11, <laughs> and he was made redundant wow. from the mines. How did yeah. he come back from that? I don't know if he did. I think he drank a lot after that. Wow. Mm. And then another one he told me about who worked very hard. He worked so hard. You know what? Even when he was in jail, he, he always tried to get to work the next day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Well, Thanks a lot. Who do you now. think you are? Yeah, madam. Yeah, exactly. I won't be doing that again. Yeah, you come wow. on here with your airs and graces. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's... Um, and, um, but you did come back for a showbiz do, though. So I, I, that's what I, I did. Like. And too much humility for... Uh... No, I couldn't take too much. Um, I went to the British Independent Film Awards, which was very, which was good because my friend was nominated for Kick-Ass. Oh, yes. And Can you say that on absolute, hold on a minute. Yes, you're allowed. Children go and see that film. Oh, you have to say kick behind, according to <laughs> But I was sitting at my table, and you know when someone pushes past your seat and they throw you, they thrust you right up against the table because they bang into not? your chair? No, I don't know that. No one's yes, ever done do that Yes, you do know me. that. When you're sitting, you know that, Gareth. Yes, I do. Thank you. Well, Gareth would now. <laughs> um, at a black tie not, event, not, not at an awards do no, but yeah, not at a black tie event. I don't, don't fact, it was at the Sony's. That's true. Oh, that's true. You did get to go to the Sony. I had to sit in the corner, <laughs> so no one was at the back of my. I chair. told them nobody puts Gareth in the corner. <laughs> I had to sit next to Tony Hadley. May as well have been in the corner. <laughs> um, well, you sort of sat amongst. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, so you're anyway, sitting there. Someone sitting kicks there, your chair. A man suddenly squeezes me so hard comes up behind me bangs right into me I was you know when I do that thing Frank when I'm up when I'm cross I go oh god I've seen people destroyed like that just just that change that when it's like a cloud passing across the sun terrifying he I went oh god yeah he turned around oh sorry 
Oh, it was Colin Firth on his way up onto the stage to get an award for Best wow. Actor. Oh, well, I suppose he had to hurry. Well, exactly. Before they changed their minds. And I only realised afterwards there was a little spotlight on us because the spotlight was oh, following yeah, him around yeah. the room. So the whole altercation will have been witnessed. Someone once told me, I don't know if this is true, you know, when you, when you walk on stage at, a, at the back of a theatre, yeah. sometimes you'll get um, a backstage person with a torch who walks ahead of you so you don't fall over any cables. Oh, and someone told me that they were at the Hammersmith Apollo and one of the assistants did it with Stevie Wonder. And uh, they oh. and he got sacked. Wow. Can that be, I mean, that's strict. He's trying to be helpful. Well, exactly. Yeah, that's a true. I'm not making that up. That's, that, that's supposedly a true story. I don't know if I'd be... I mean, I respect Colin Firth as an actor. I don't know if mm. I'd be that excited if he kicked my chair. Oh, I was quite excited. Yeah, is he Well, no, I just a... felt regretful afterwards because I thought I'll never, he'll never be a celebrity friend of mine now. Why? Because he thinks I'm that woman that went, oh, God. Yeah, well, in a way, you are that woman. <laughs> I mean, in so many ways. <laughs> I'll always think of you as that woman who went, oh, God. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio.